Hello, everybody, and welcome to How to Scale an Agency. We're going to be focusing on all the ways in which your business can grow and scale online as a digital marketing agency. The digital marketing agency space has never been easier to get into. And on this podcast, we're going to help uncover all the tricks and tools of the trade that digital marketing agency owners are doing today to help them achieve the scale necessary to be wealthy, prosperous, and do good in the world. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This is Lucas James, Jordan Ross, Andrew Nazarian, and Christian Loveridge. We got Christian on the show today with Pixel Feed Media to talk to us about how you can scale your agency to $30,000 a month as quickly as possible. And uh, this is our seventh episode. We're happy to have Christian on. Thank you so much. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here with you guys for sure. Definitely, man. Well, tell us a little bit about Pixel Feed Media. Uh, Pixel Feed Media is the, the agency side of things. Um, I'm going to keep it short. My background always started with my own brand over a decade ago, you know, when Facebook ads came out and then Shopify became popular and all that. And then I, I built the three brands, flipped them, and then in the process, people kept asking for, for help. And I was like, all right, in between, I guess uh, I'll help some of you guys. And then, you know, referrals started coming in. And then I always wanted to keep it small. I, keep it a, I wanted to keep it boutique because I always wanted to start another brand and grow it real big and I'm very selective of what I work with because it has to be a great partnership and basically started with referrals and the way you know once I wanted to scale it you know to that sweet spot that we're talking about between you know 30 to 40 uh, it was just a lot of uh, LinkedIn outreach and uh, cold email at the time actually and then some you know Facebook ads because that's what I specialize in. Interesting what uh, channels do you find has the best return on investment from Client acquisition. Cold email, believe it or not. Cold email. Cold email is the one that has gotten me the biggest. So, well, now, I mean, now YouTube, but, you know, that takes a lot of work. I mean, to get any, like, real traction the right way without ads and organic, it took about a year and a half. But before that, cold email, 100%. Just a cold email asking, hey, you know, with a, with a video, of a Loom video, of just breaking down their site and knowing what's going on in comp- competitors. You know, if yeah. you know what you're talking about, you'll grab their attention. So it still works. Not, it's, not still dead. it's a little bit more tricky nowadays with all the spam filters and all that stuff. And it's been a while since I've actually done it, since I have a partner that takes care of that side of things. I try to concentrate more on the media buying side of things and strategy. But, you know, I mean, it's one of those avenues that still works. And uh, what would you define as your cost to acquire a customer from cold email? I'm assuming it's very cheap, right? Because it's just cold emails automated being sent out. Or are you having someone manually go and send a cold email? No, it's all it's all automated. Uh, we use this uh, this service called uh, Bant.io, and it's like three hundred dollars a month. So you know, out of three hundred, uh, you get uh, three hundred dollars a month. They send around fifteen hundred emails, and then you probably close one or two people out there, and depending, you know, on the type of package that they get. I mean, the returns insane. That's but amazing. I mean, the sales the sales cycle, it's you know, before the YouTube stuff and all that. It took a long time to for the sales cycle, and it was really hard to close somebody. Yeah. Now the advantage that I have is I have the YouTube channel. Then along with the case studies, I just go, you know, when they're like, "Well, who are you?" Blah blah. blah. I just send them a link to the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and that pretty much does ninety nine percent of the heavy lifting part for, for me. Got it. You know what I mean? So that's amazing. Uh, I mean, with the with the cold email, it's like stop and go, stop and go, because you know there's there's not a need to grow the agency farther than I that I. Yeah. 
because I have partners and all that stuff and other projects that I'm working on. So I have one more question for you. I'm going to kick it over to Jordan and Andrew about that, right? So you said you're happy with where the ATC is. That's totally fine, by the way. No judgment for anybody who wants to do it that way. I'm just curious. I think it's helpful context for the listeners. Why are you happy with that? Just, you know, contextually, no judgment, just curious. What is the reason oh, why? Yeah, like, no, have you hit a certain up. level of I'll, like financial? Yeah. No, I'll, t- I'll tell you straight up because the agency was never my number one goal when I started in digital media. Mm-hmm. So I started in brick and mortar and then I, I, I hopped in digital when I, I saw the opportunity when Facebook ads became public. And then I felt I, I built my first three brands and then, you know, I flipped them, I sold them and I, I still regret to this day selling the third one, which it was a fitness brand. And they drove, they drove it into the ground, but it had so much potential. But at the time, I didn't have the experience that I that I have now. Right. So now that I go back, I'm like, oh my god, that will be a multi million dollar brand now, right? Yeah. So in between, I was like, all right, let me work with clients, and then I got complacent. I was like, I'm cool, you know. I did the thing where I wanted to grow the the agency, insane, like to insane growth. Yeah. But it just became too hectic with the clients, and that's not. At one point, I was like, you know what? I like helping people, but this is not what I enjoy doing a hundred percent. I want to go back to ecom and and literally building a multi-million dollar brand, which is what I'm doing right now. I just launched my fourth brand in October. So I have a great partner. Everything's manufactured by us, made here in the U.S. We just started launching it. And I can assure you that's going to be a multi-million dollar brand. I have no doubt about it. So that's the mm-hmm. end goal for me. The, the agency side of things is just um, a step in between to get me there. And eventually I'm going to step back. Got it. You guys got anything? I just think, I think that's so interesting because that was the reverse for me. Uh, I immediately wanted to start building a brand back in 2016, and I realized that I enjoyed the marketing side so much more. So I did the absolute opposite. But I also definitely understand the kind of, you know, want to not extremely scale up an agency. Because I know 10, 20 people off the top of my head that are just trying to get to that, you know, 30, 40K per month goal. And that in itself is really, really difficult, you know, not even talking about scaling to like seven figures down the line. I think that cold email definitely works. We've had an incredible amount of success with just any sort of like outbound campaigns, especially when we use, you know, like this value first approach where we're putting together personalized videos. But that's difficult to scale. And of course, now we're at the point where we're running Facebook ads, how different is it now with, you know, these iOS changes and everything for an agency to use Facebook ads to scale? How, how, how um, effective of, a, of an acquisition channel is it still to this day? You're asking me? Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, it still is. It's just a matter, I mean, you got to spend more money now to make it happen. I mean, the trick with Facebook ads when you're running that funnel it's a pre-qualification when you bring the lead in and now how much data do you have? Like the, you know, the, the ads that we're running right now, they have plenty of data backed up because the website that we're using has heavy SEO behind it. So it's a lot of data that we're feeding Facebook and that's helping optimize those ads. But I can tell you right now, before the iOS 14, the backhole, whatever you want to call it, uh, the cost requisition is probably half of what it is now. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's how Facebook makes their money. Are they going to sit there with their arms crossed? No, they're going to fix it at some point. It's just it's a matter of how long, you know. So if you're an agency that, let's say, even sub, you have like a couple clients, right? Mm-hmm. Facebook ads probably wouldn't be the first acquisition channel you would recommend. For an agency if you're starting out, 
it's a numbers game, man. It's a numbers game. So it, it really depends where you're at. I mean, what's your budget? Do you have the budget to start with it with uh, Facebook ads? Because that changes the game. If you have the budget, go for it. But if you don't, if you're, I mean, if, if, if you're on your own, and let's say you don't have that much money to your name and you want to get to 30,000 as quick as possible, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get on LinkedIn, Instagram, and I'm going to start searching for the brands that I want to go after. And the first thing you're going to do is grab a couple clients for cheap, you know, quote unquote cheap. You better know what you're doing. Build a quick portfolio around it with some testimonials. And every time you acquire a new client, you up your fee and you up your fee and you up your fee. And to one point, people are going to start saying no. And that's like, OK, I can't go higher than that. And when you really think about it, 30,000 is not that much monthly recurring. It sounds like a huge number, but you, when you break it down. I mean, 30,000, how many clients is that if you're charging, let's say, $3,500 uh, retainer? That's what? It's like 8.59. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's, it's you know, I know people who started and then their third client was a, you know, $15,000 retainer client because they have a huge ad budget. It's just, it depends who you're going after. If you're going to go, you know, a lot of people make the mistake, I'm going to go after the local small mom and pop because it's easier to acquire as a customer. And it takes the same amount of work to go after a local small business than it is like a bigger company. The only difference between the two is the bigger company, the sales cycle is going to be a little bit longer in the, you know, to try to acquire that client. But if you have the knowledge, you're better off getting that bigger client. And guess what? It's easier to ask for 50,000 upfront from the bigger client than 500 from the small business because the small business is like, please spend every penny carefully. I don't want to go broke. I mean, this is our life savings. Well, the, the huge clients like, here's a check. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've seen it happen a million times. And it's a numbers game. It's a sales game. It's like, how many calls am I going to get on today? Out of 10 calls, can I close at least one? And if you can have a ratio of 25%, between 25 to 35% closing ratio when you're on your sales calls and you have a good script that you wrote and you know that script by heart, you can get there in no time. There's no doubt about it. It just takes a little bit of discipline, you know? Jordan, you got any point. questions? I want to sneak you in there too. I, I do, but I love that point because... I talk about that all the time because, I mean, as an entrepreneur, especially someone who's really active with my content, I get hit up all the time um, by people and just looking for advice. And I, I'm happy to go back and forth in the DMs, but one thing I'm dishing out all the time is you're going to spend the same amount of energy no matter who you're going for in terms of clients. Go for the bigger guys right off the bat because it's going to be the same amount of time, energy, dedication. So just a great call out there, Christian. Uh, my question is, sorry, go ahead. my question, oh, sorry, my apologies, but my question for you, so you have your brand, you're running, you're doing media buying, you, you work with Twiz, you, you have your own agencies, you've got a lot on your plate, and most agency owners, especially when they're bootstrapping, there's a lot on their plate, and time is scarce, so like, what's your biggest hack, so me being the systems guy, what's your biggest hack, system, process, repeatable, standard operating procedure that's just been the highest leverage activity or system for you to be able to get more time back into your day believe it or not man it's my calendar it's my calendar i mean and i don't sleep andrew can tell you i don't sleep man i sleep like six hours a day i don't know how i do it it's one of those <laughs> things i go to bed at one and wake up at seven without an alarm fuck and i'm ready to go wow. but you know i eat semi-healthy and i work out six times a week you know what i mean so i'm sure that helps i'm 40 and you know i'm old school i have my, <laughs> my calendar 40. Yeah, I'm, 40. I'm old. Uh, so yeah, I have my dude, calendar. You know, my calendar runs everything. If it's not on the calendar, my wife puts everything that we need to do together on my calendar because she knows if it's not in the calendar, oh, it's I'm not jealous. Mm -hmm. I'm so jealous of that. That's yeah. You know, and then if like even if I okay, if I'm gonna work on ads, 
Mike Donner, I will say, working on apps from this time to that time, or like mm. building campaigns or, you know, meetings, whatever. It's all in the calendar. That's awesome. I love it. That's awesome. You know, I'm curious. Uh, you know, I, I'm wondering uh, how many founders, especially like digital marketing founders, because um, I, I have ADD, like diagnosed. But I don't take any medication, but I probably should, frankly. My sister's always yeah. like, you have ADD. Like, you know take medication. I'm like, ah, I don't want to. Um, but I'm curious, I mean, with the calendar thing, I mean, don't feel to get, feel free not to get too personal, but like, is that because you get distracted easily? Cause I do. Oh, yeah. That's what, yes. Yeah. That's like a huge yeah. issue for me. Like I, I, too many things. It, it's just overwhelming. I have I to like, I, I don't think I have like ADHD for real, quote unquote, but because when I want to concentrate on something, I can do it. But mm -hmm. I'm not one of those people who can listen to music or a podcast where I'm building out, you know, a, a campaign with 45 ad sets. Like, I can't because then I'll mess it up somewhere. Yeah. Like, my attention to detail goes away. So I can't listen to music. I can't have anything around me. I just got to hone in and do it. Yeah. Uh, and then if I sit down and I open one tab, I can't tell you how many times I open one tab and then I go down the rabbit hole, who knows what. Yeah. And then I catch myself and I get the, the calendar reminder and that what, that what reels me back in. Right. But I'm easily distracted. I'm easily distracted. The, the good yeah. thing that I have going for me is that I've been working for myself for so long and from home yeah. that I'm not the type of person who walks by the TV. And I, I, first of all, I barely watch TV as it is, but I don't, you know, I don't feel the need to go watch TV during the day or like, you know, play video games or any of that stuff. I'm really good about that. Like, I don't care about that. Right. It's just my biggest weakness. It's social media and opening a new tab and then you know, it starts with an email or, you know, perfect example. I'll go to upload YouTube videos to my YouTube channel and I'll open YouTube because I'm the one who does it. So I can, you know, do all the SEO and all that stuff. And I open YouTube and of course the homepage just puts everything you love in, in front of you. I'm like, oh man, James Hetfield, what? And I'll click on it. Next thing you know, I'm watching 54 Metallica videos. It's like, oh, you know, it's like, <laughs> it, it, you know, it happens to all of us. I but know. I just try to keep, you know, try to, Keep, keep up with that calendar daily, basically. 100%. So I want to add to that, Lucas. So yeah. one thing that when I was a young, we're all up, sorry, Christian, and, uh, Andrew, I, Andrew Lucas, and I are all like infinite <laughs> years. Not that you're not young. 40 is still young. Uh, but when I was 21, hey, man, when, if you can live to 100, it's, it's still young. So, But when I was 21, right, I was a new leader at Amazon. Um, one of the things that I struggled with was managing my time. And I came across this concept of time blocking, which came from the book, The One Thing. Mm, yeah, and they book. have something called the 411. And one of the trainings I took, this is like back in 16, 2016, I learned how to manage my calendar and time block. And this time on my calendar, we're going to do this. And what I found, if you actually study the greats at productivity, and I've studied hundreds of people, and, all, and most of my seven, eight-figure entrepreneurs are doing this, they're blocking out their time, and when they're doing something, that's what they're doing. So, like what you're saying, it's just second nature. But for everyone who's not doing that, there's a lot of gold in that comment. So I just wanted to highlight it. That's amazing. I think one of my biggest mistakes, uh, you know, when I got started early, early on, when I was like my teens, twenties, or whatever. Uh, first of all, we didn't have the phones that we have now. Yeah, I'm a dinosaur again. So you know, it was it. it, it I would get distracted easily again, and I wouldn't follow structure, and I was all over the place. Once I, I sat down, one of my mentors actually is the one who got it through my head. It's like, you need to sit down and live by your calendar. 
And for a while there, I didn't look at anything else but my calendar. I wouldn't even open my email. I was horrible. You know, we all make the mistake of leaving your email open all day long in front of you. So every time an email comes in, you feel the need to answer it right away. At least that's the way I am. Uh, or like a text, you know. I'm, I'm, I don't know what it is. It's the dopamine, I guess. It's like as soon as I get it, I have to answer <laughs> dopamine, it right away. baby. Yeah. yeah. So one thing he taught me is like, one, you're going to look at your calendar and no email all day. You check your email in the morning for 15 minutes and then at night when you're done. That's it. I don't want you. And I did that for, I think it was like three months. He just, I, he's like, just do it. And then once I did that, I got into habit. Like now I can have it open. But if uh, 54 emails come in, I was like, I'll answer them at some point. You know, I'm working on this. Yeah. I'll get to it. Like the world's not going to end, right? Right. And then, you know, the, the super important stuff, it's certain people that I have in Slack that can get a hold of me right away. At that point, it's like, okay, that's important. So, yeah. you know. Well, that's a good way to do time management, dude. And, and I, I think it's it's something we've all gotta gotta aspire to be uh, more efficient. And I definitely feel that way. But um, thank you for uh, having you on the show, man. It's been really good getting to know you. I just want to wrap up here. We typically ask a couple of last minute questions, um, so you can you know share some of the. Uh, you, one of them is actually your age, which I think you've mentioned now like four times. So I yeah. think everyone knows. Um, <laughs> That's 40. Yeah. 27. <laughs> 40 uh, years old. Okay. Uh, and how old is your business? It is, ooh, I don't even know. I think it's like officially like incorporated and all yeah. that. I think like yeah, 12, 11 years, something like that. I don't okay. know, something like that. I don't really keep track of it. And, and how long did it take you to get to uh, that $30,000 a month? Uh, agency side, well, I mean, the stores, I was like literally less than a month <laughs> yeah. at the stores, but, uh, agency side, it took me, it took me a good, I want to say like six to eight months because I was trying a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, it wasn't, I was trying to decide between e-commerce and lead gen and I had really bad shiny object syndrome. So I was like yeah. all over the place because everybody had a new tool, you know, daily. Right. Uh, but once I, I built it back in, it was like, I want to say like six months ago. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, any uh, any good books you're reading right now? I read a lot, man. I'm actually. What am I reading right now? I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Lucas. <laughs> I need some new books. ones. So. Uh, right now, I'm listening to Building a Story Brand. Oh, great book, uh, Donald Miller, yeah. right? Or Donald Love something. It. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm almost done with John. it. Uh, the John. Yeah, it's yeah, a good. That, I, I read one written by the guy who did the Trump campaign on Facebook. Oh wow. Uh, I can I'll say the name of it. I can't remember top of my head, but it's really good too. Okay, last question. Why what is the end goal for this agency? Like um, what is your personal end goal for this agency? Like why did you do it? What is the end goal? Well, one, I like, you know, keeping an eye on the ads and running most of the ad accounts because it, it builds my experience and, and it keeps me top of it. I enjoy it. I, I look at ads like a video game. I really do. I'm a video right. game. But is the goal uh, so, like is the goal like exiting and or is it harvesting? Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna get at. So yeah. The goal is to eventually step back, and then I have a couple of people that are already lined up that are dying to get their hands on these accounts. Yeah. So once that happens, I'll step back and just kind of like keep an overview of things. But these two people that are that are ready to go, they're I trust them. They're and really I, good. I'm gonna cheat here. I usually just do a couple of questions. I have one last one. What do you think you could sell the agency for? Like if not not like the value, you don't have to give the actual number if you don't want to. But like, do you think it'd be one x revenue? Do you think it's based on trailing twelve months? Like, how would you value it? Uh, I will value in revenue for sure, mm -hmm. and the type of clients that I would that we have at the moment. 
So um, one X, one X revenue. The clients, the clients that I've had, they've been with me for over two years. So yeah. It's like it's not like you know we're, we're a revolving door. So and they're not going anywhere anytime soon, at least. Right. Uh, so yeah, it'll probably be based on revenue. I never really thought about it, to be honest with you. So you'd rather sell or harvest? Is what I'm getting at. Like, would you rather just make this something you continuously profit from, or no, would you rather harvest. sell? I, I, I mean, I, I don't have any plans of selling. I have plans of stepping back and then having, right. you know, somebody take over the whole thing while you know, overview division like you. Yeah, you know what I mean. For sure. But that's why I keep. I want to keep it at the most at this level because it's manageable with everything else that I want to do. You know Fair. What I mean? Fair. Awesome. Well, thank you, Christian, for being on the show. Um, you mentioned, I'm going to share my screen really quick before we end. You mentioned uh, people can find you at pixelfeedmedia.com right here. Uh, go and check them out. Book a meeting with him. If you got any interest in ads or any kind of marketing, also check out his YouTube channel. He's actually popping up quite all over the place. So check him yeah, out. If you want to learn ads. If you want to learn ads, go check him out. Anything you want to add, Christian? No, that's it. If you listen, if you're looking to uh, learn anything about media buying, especially Facebook ads and a little bit of funnels and all that good stuff, go to uh, Pixel Feed on YouTube without the E. And then, like you said, if you're looking, uh, if you're an e-commerce brand that's already doing six figures and want to take your Facebook ads to the next level, yeah, leave us your information there. We'll have a chat. Awesome. Good, 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 good. So, thank all you. right. Thank you. Thanks.